Hi everyone, this is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. Uh, today, our guest is Beth Herbrook. She is the founder of the Good Folk Supper Club, and I am obsessed with the Good Folk Supper Club, and I'm obsessed with Beth. So um, I, I could not be more excited to have her here. Um, if you are not familiar with the Good Folk Supper Club, it is a pop-up dining adventure that is just taking over Monmouth County and soon the world. So <laughs> here is Beth. Welcome, Beth. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So tell us, how did you get... Uh, started with this um, this business and brand. Uh, the backstory, the history <laughs> of it. Um, all right, long story short, I was feeling very homesick and I was feeling very out of place in a state that is not, um, I don't have roots here. So we moved here, had two kiddos, and I was trying to just figure it out. I was trying to find my community. I did not know where I belonged. And so I started following and had been for a while a number of supper clubs all over in New York and Brooklyn and LA and London and fancy places. And I was feeling, um, I don't know, I, I was feeling kind of uninspired and like I needed my community. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's just try this. I took what I loved the most about a number of different supper clubs and like Picasso says the best <laughs> artists just copy people so I was like well let's smush these ideas together let's okay. see if this works here and I kind of ran with this idea and threw it out to about 40, 44 friends in the area that were transplants from other places and were kind of looking for something else like whether it was something interesting to do on a weekend and not go into the city and not drive far you know like what do we have mm -hmm. here um so it kind of started there and i knew that there were a couple things that were really really important to me um one was the philanthropic part and so from the very beginning having a give back highlighting a nonprofit organization or charity was also something very important so, yeah, I was Fantastic. kind of smushing a whole bunch of ideas together and saying, let's see if this works. And what year was this? What year did you start 2015. This? 2015. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Way back. Um, 2015. <laughs> but now your background is events, right? You mm -hmm. were yep. event foodie. I don't know. You're very into. So I have been in, in kind of like service design and hospitality forever and ever. My first job, aside from babysitting, I started, you know, I was in restaurants from like 13, 14 on forever, um, and bars and coffee shops, and um, that carried me through college, and I majored in graphic design, and so I've always paid attention to, it's it's where I let my OCD shine, yes. so it's like, there's all the attention to detail, right, so yes. I love hospitality and mm -hmm. the service industry, but I'm also equally obsessed with like typography and the kerning of fonts and all these little things that kind of come together in that world of like restaurants and hospitality. So Got it. I was, you know, doing that in Atlanta and then moved to Brooklyn and I work for BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music, um, as their senior event planner. Um, I worked with a couple of New York event planners, Karen Busson. I work with mm -hmm. um, 
uh, on an event or two with David Stark when he was still with Avi Adler. And then I worked at the College Art Association, which is a nonprofit um, in their student, I guess it, it's like their job kind of search department. Mm-hmm. So I was like a career development working with them and their very large conferences for seven to 11,000 people. So amazing. Kind of taking little bits of all that and yep. putting it together and trying to figure out, yeah, what wow. can I, what parts of, of all of that did I love the most? What was I good at? What did I enjoy the most? And how can mm-hmm. I combine that into something that also allows me to spend time with kiddos and sure yeah all of that absolutely <laughs> no it's fantastic and I, you know i'm thinking like right now um your brand is so hot the good folks supper club um you, you know you you um don't tell people where the location is until the day before so no. not only is it exciting um but it's it's um you people want what they can't have because you sell out in a few minutes like yes. literally tickets go on sale on a monday and i am like everyone's on the computer we're texting <laughs> okay did you get your tickets did you get your tickets so um how have you found like when did you know that you had something when you had a brand was it after the first dinner the second dinner because I just feel like you have just been growing so consistently and the brand feels so established it feels national Mm. but when did you know like when did you really feel um I think just the fact that each time people show up and Mm -hmm. they want more I mean I admit that I have that fear and anxiety every time that I post that another dinner is coming like no one's going to show. Mm-hmm. No one's no one wants this. No one's available. Yeah. Um, so I I have those nerves. It's kind of and we'll touch on this later yes. when we were in the mom band. But there's like performance anxiety. Sure, and I have oh, yeah. that every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say like I have total confidence that this is just amazing. But I knew that I was onto something when people were rapidly signing up for it Mm -hmm. they wanted to know more um and uh, all of a sudden I was having waiting lists for dinner like that yeah I think that was kind of like okay this is an experiment that is working like people want this Mm -hmm. right now and I'm just kind of and I'm still listening to what the feedback is you know I mean so so right now it's a good problem to have that they are selling out very quickly there's the part of me that's like, okay, I want to serve everybody. So mm-hmm. how do we make this more accessible um, without me giving up more time and taking more away from the family sure. or, you know, committing to something that my energy level can't do? So it's it's I'm still listening to kind of figure out what do people want and and how, yeah. What's the and best how to scale mix? the brand too, and, yes. and to take it to the next level. Yes. And what does that mean? Because there are so many different directions that you know you, you could go, yeah. but you don't want to dilute it with growing too big because you are definitely you have this niche and it's it's uh, in demand. Uh, That's so, where I am. That's where the therapy starts yes. in this podcast. Now it's like, well, Carrie, tell me Here what to do. Here we go. Uh, now <laughs> tell it. us about your last event um, at in Asbury, mm-hmm. which was. I mean, I mean, I was. Everyone was like following the pictures, and I'm like, I wish I was there. Like it was so rock and roll. Like so, just tell t- tell us a little bit about the chef and the experience. So, I'll back up a bit and say that each dinner, each supper club has been kind of its own story, and I think that's where my obsessive, compulsive controlling of each one kind of comes into play, because each one it's held in a different location, it features a different chef. And we highlight a different nonprofit each time. So with that, 
comes kind of this responsibility of crafting this um, little experience that's really unique and makes sense for everybody involved. The chef, the space, you know, the host, the food, the wine, all the things. So this one came about, um, thankfully, from a very good friend who works with the Asbury Park Music and Film Festival Mm -hmm. and said, hey, I love what you've been doing. And we've got this really great space, this access to this good location, which is kind of how it started. So each time I find a space, I'm always like stalking. I was telling (laughs) earlier, I'm always stalking and looking in windows and writing notes and (laughs) slipping them under doors and like, hey, I do this thing. Can we host a thing in your place? This place looks cool. This is awesome. (laughs) You look cool. This is cool. Let's do do this thing. So she reached out and said, hey, you know, let's, could we figure something out? So we did. So we pulled it together, and I knew that there were some really great chefs that um, could communicate the same kind of vibe with the space and what they were trying to tell. And with the focus being the Asbury Park Music and Film Festival, we knew that the chefs needed to be in Asbury. They need to be from there, and they need to have roots. There needed to be this, you know, presence not mm-hmm. only in the food and in the space and in the nonprofit. Like it was like each of, event is a story. Yes. I mean, it's like telling a story. Yes, yeah, and, and and hopefully, my my hope is that people will walk away learning a little bit more about their community, mm-hmm. whether it's a new space they didn't know about, whether it was a chef in a restaurant they didn't know about or the needs of a community that they didn't know about. So it's kind of introducing um, people to things that are happening in and around them all the time and saying, listen, there's so much happening in Mammoth and Ocean and beyond and everywhere, but there's so much happening here that, you know, we don't have to jump to New York or Philly or Brooklyn Mm -hmm. to think that, like, all the great things are happening there. I know everyone in New Jersey is like, of course, it's always been, we always knew that. But there's a lot of transplants, myself included. We were both in Brooklyn. Yes. We came down, we're like, where where can we go to eat? What's What's happening here? What's going on? We want more. Yes. Where are people? Inspiration. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Inspiration, creativity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that (laughs) but without like totally reinventing the wheel like I feel like even though this supper club might feel new here I mean supper clubs have been you know these pop-up things have been going Mm -hmm. on for a really long time now so I feel like maybe it's not so much that my idea is new but that I'm introducing things to people that maybe they didn't know that these people or these things were there. Mm-hmm. So sure. I feel like that's kind of like the secret sauce. And there's the cool factor, because it's super cool. So the last one, tell us where it was at. So it was at Danny Clinch's mm-hmm. Transparent Gallery, which yep. is... And Danny was there. Danny was there. Yes. He actually flew in from London a wow. day early. He was working with he's the Foo Fighters in London. And he came in. He's an amazing rock photographer. And he was actually kicking off... Um, not only does he sit on the board with the Asbury Park Amazing Film Fest, but he's kicking off his own um, music festival this summer. I know. Asbury. See here now, right? Yeah. Everyone was texting yeah. me like, oh my gosh, yeah. like look at look at this coming yes. to our area. Like I think it's going to be a huge turn. And point. the great thing is the photographer, I have to give all the shout outs. Like, of course. This is my chance. So Russ <clears throat> Rowe, Russell Rowe, um, has been one of many amazing photographers that have I mean, really helped make mm-hmm. this brand in so many ways and communicate what we do and the beautiful photographs of all the experience and the stuff. So um, I was so glad that he actually came back in town too and was able to photograph that event. So he met Danny and is now doing all the videography for this upcoming oh, festival amazing. summer. So like, it's all oh, that connect the dots. Absolutely, I love that. That is like it's like the matchmaker in me. Yes, right. Yes, and definitely. you start building other too. communities. So I love it. Aside from this mm-hmm. one little 
night, you hopefully see all these different connections that are made. And I say this a lot, but I'll say it again. Like my favorite part is when people reach out after and say, I had the best conversation Mm -hmm. with this person sitting next to me across the table. Do you have their email? Can I get their name? Like who are they? I want to keep that going. And that's, I love that. And I think that's so neat too, because when you go out to a restaurant, you're not talking to people there really. So here it's like this open open um, environment where you feel like you can talk to anyone and it's like all ages you have to you're sitting next to someone you've never met (laughs) and I just think it's the coolest thing I mean I could talk to the wall like I I love love talking to people you and I could be like (laughs) I'm like so I mean I could find out so much about them Um, and I love that so I think that's really exciting especially that's like the masochistic part of me that I like to create these awkward environments that end up you're like you don't know that this is going to be a great thing exactly. like you're sweating and you're really nervous and like you walk even in even my husband like, David's oh. like oh I don't like talking to strangers and blah, blah, blah. and now he's like working the events and he's pouring oh, yeah. wine and he's oh, like yeah, he's a staple I love it so at the end of the night yes these yes new you don't have to be best friends but you've got like these great moments of interaction and connection mm-hmm. and yeah, I love it. No, it's so it's so great. So you have yeah. another one coming up. Yeah, it's sold out already. April twenty yes. first, and I'm I'm actually going. I was <laughs> I'm there. So excited. I'm so thankful. I'm like, whoo! I got my t- I love <laughs> tickets you. in time. This one is tiny. Yeah, so this one and um, yeah, this one is itty bitty. This is probably right now we're at when it's going to be like twenty two people. Okay. Um, and it we're really excited. It's um. A really secret great location. Chef. It's secret location. I can't tell you. Oh, it's going to be so pretty. Um, this is another one where I um, was introduced to this couple and found this space and was able to walk through it maybe two years ago, two and a half oh, years really? ago. So, like, some of these places I keep in my pocket and I'm like, uh, okay, I have to find the right time and course. the right crew. So, and the chef leather. is, um, his name is Dylan Sweeney, and mm-hmm. he is just a young rock star and he's down in Philly and he's working at Tallulah's table and that head chef I mean yeah look them up they're doing amazing beautiful things down there so he is coming up because he is a lifelong friend of one of my favorite people who's who's been helping and serving with the supper club from the beginning Maddie so Maddie was like well I've got a chef friend so that's how a lot of that happens too is there was a lot of just kind of um proving myself here because I don't have any roots Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh I mean you know the first few chefs that I worked with it was like okay well she's not this isn't bullshit she knows what she's doing she's going to show up this is the real deal and just you know word of mouth has not only helped spread the word behind the scenes with chefs and recommendations and um, kind of street cred there Mm -hmm. but that's really kind of the only that I do is word of mouth. Of course. No, that's, that's it. Fantastic. I mean, we do, you know, we do a little social media. I'm mm-hmm. such a novice at it. I'm like, need to post more no, often. No, but, but you don't have to sell anymore. Like, literally, you're, you know, the the guests, the chefs, everyone who's involved, they're, they're the ones who are um, your ambassadors. They're the ones who just want to be involved so much, and they're yeah. spreading, yeah. you know, the yes. word. They're really doing your marketing and branding for you because you've created something so freaking cool. Yay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, so, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> So tell us, I know you've you've donated um, to so many local charities. What are some of the charities mm. that um, you have? Well, the upcoming one, we will be um, finally getting to work with Habitat for Humanity. Oh, great. Their local Monmouth County chapter. I love, I have, 
I mean, gosh, I did things in Atlanta with them in high school. So that one runs deep. And I love that mm-hmm. I've been able to do that. And it actually really makes sense with the space. So the story will come together eventually. Um, but everyone, are, the very first one was um, Lunch Break um, right. in Red Bank. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, Clean Ocean Action. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked with the local ASPCA. Um, when we did a, a vegan dinner, um, oh my goodness, hospitals and and um, all Children's sorts of things, local 180, mm-hmm. um, yeah, oh, a number a of really charity. good things. So uh, it's there's the largest one that we did, which was at Bell Works. Um, we really wanted to focus on something that at the time and still is um, really important and runs deep with me, which is all about sustainability Mm -hmm. and having worked in the event industry for so long and having been in New York with these ridiculous over the top weddings, there's so much waste. There's so much waste. And not only is there waste, but you're seeing where the products are coming from and how the food and the flowers are treated. And just all of that weighs so heavily on me because Mm -hmm. again, in the food industry, there just is, there's just a lot of waste. So um, looking at sustainability was was a really big issue in, in creating the event that happened at Bellworks. It was a larger event. And so we worked with America's Grower Row, mm-hmm. which is based up in um, northern New Jersey. And they are a CNN hero. And they're all about, um, you know, they kind of bought a few acres of land and have expanded and are still doing so. And everything they grow is um, given to local food banks or local guess community CSAs but really where people in the community in different food deserts in New Jersey can come and um, not only do they get to take this produce and incorporate into their lives where they might not have access to it but they also get to come out and grow they get to put the seeds in the ground and they get to kind of see all of that so um, yeah there's like so many it's kind of hard to encapsulate what Good Folk Supper Club is because it's like each time I get to run off on this tangent of passion about mm-hmm. some other topic. No, of course. <laughs> I'm like, save all the puppies. Now, to save all the farmlands. Now, save all the kids. You know, it, there's like each one. It's, oh my gosh. It becomes this other um, passion project each time around, but I'm also hoping that with the introduction of, of these different organizations, even though we're not able to make these massive monetary gifts mm-hmm. after each dinner, just because we're small and sure. I pay the chefs and we pay for the food and we, you know, have rentals. So we are making a monetary donation, but we're also introducing them to hopefully future sponsors and supporters and mm-hmm. activists. So it's, it's kind of, you know, helping spread the word and doing some marketing for them mm-hmm. too. Absolutely. That's what the I tell promotion. myself. I'm like, no, we get new audience, course. you know, new, new fresh faces to help spread your mission Absolutely. and your word. So definitely yeah. I connected with, um, what was the charity at the Rollo's house? The sisterhood uh, in Asbury. Oh, the school. The school. Oh yes, my God. I connected now I'm like with blanking the founder, about... the Sisters Academy. Yes, Sisters, right. Which was uh, such an incredible cause. Yep. So And I went down there. And I, n- the I never knew about it, and it was and yes, it's see right you, there like, in the backyard. Just make such a, you know a difference, and hear their stories. It was yeah. really 
They're emotional. an incredible group. It was really uh, incredible. So you're doing such an amazing job, Beth. So you have everything. You have all the ingredients, <laughs> no pun intended, um, you know, for, uh, you know, giving back, for creating something cool. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, you know, starting this, I know you're, you're alone, right? You don't have a partner, no. a business partner. No. Um, what challenges have you found, if any, in creating this brand? Any, anything to share with anyone? Because everyone who's starting their own, you know, business, and they're building their brand, whether they're, you know, a month in, whether they're 10, 10 years in, um, you know, everyone runs through, runs into challenges and has yeah. to ta- make decision yes. on which way to to, uh, to head with their brand. Was there anything that kind of... You're like touching <laughs> on all the... I'm like, where to start? Where to start? How, how much do I share? Um, I know. Yeah, I met a new... So I guess to, to talk about the different stages of... Um, challenges Mm -hmm. in the beginning um, it was one overcoming my insecurity and fear with does anybody care about this Mm -hmm. I care about I believe this is something that is needed here that people would really enjoy is anybody going to buy in so that was the first was just overcoming my own fear of like I don't know I like it but does anyone like it are they going to come is anyone going to show I mean I feel that every single time no one's going to show I'm not going no one's going to show so that was the first and then once I committed to doing this and like spent a month and like made the website and built all you know did all this stuff figured out how to register a business and all the numbers Mm. that I didn't know that was a huge internal brain growing challenge good god yes um the second was and i love you baby was getting my husband on board to be like this idea is great do you want to support it do you want to let me do this do you want to come and he was just like what the f so he was like sure you know whatever little because i have a lot Shout of projects we love you david um you know yes because oh there's a lot of you, passion projects and trying to figure it out absolutely with two young kiddos you at home kids family husband yes. partner and also being very excited about lots of yeah. different things you and i both love music mm-hmm. we both there's a lot of different paths that we could go down and so i think david you know being the partner or the family member my poor sisters they have heard every idea. I just threw spaghetti at the wall for years to be like, what, what about this think? idea? What about this? So I think David, with his eyes rolling back in his head, was like, do it. Just do it. Try it. Run with it. See what, you know. So I kind of like to say that it really took him like a year and a half to get on board. And then he was like, she cares. Yes. She gets it. And then he saw how excited people were about it. Mm-hmm. And I see him there. He's so yes, proud. He's so proud. Now he's like, we're going yeah. <laughs> Pouring wine, acting like a small yay. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, wait, is he the hired help? <laughs> last time, he, last up. time he learned, he was like, I need to wear more comfortable shoes. I was like, industry inside. Now it's got support shoes. Um, but I love him. But that was a huge challenge. That was a challenge. I mean, that was. We don't even need to go into all the yes. details. But like from no, therapy and therapy and late night conversations was like, uh, this is. I want to do this idea mm-hmm. and commit to it. And because you only have so much time oh, to God. dedicate to yes. everybody and your and mom. he was like, you're taking time away from other mm-hmm. things it could be so there was a lot there was a lot I felt there was a lot of pressure for me to prove that this was something that was important and um, so yeah so he's totally on board everything's great so that was kind of the second biggest challenge and now is like a whole nother bag of question marks mm-hmm. and without spending tons of time on it but you know last year was a really big year last year was a big cancer adventure for me and we 
I had to, you know, pump the brakes with yes. a lot of it. And yep. I had to put it on hold for a lot of months because planning events and doing chemo is BS. Incredible, <laughs> by the way. I don't know. You just and was you like, kept a no. smile on your face. I I don't oh, know. God. I just I listened to a lot of Erica Badu. Oh, I was gosh. like channeling all my women of like power and strength and was like, let's just oh, keep such on. an inspiration, Beth. Well, it was it was a crazy year, mm-hmm. and um, you learn all the things from anyone that has gone through anything that turned your life upside down, whether it is illness or loss of somebody or or just anything those Mm -hmm. traumatic dramatic life experiences um have all the like negatives and blah but it also has huge amazing gifts and one of them is intense clarity um and and just focus on you know what's what are you spending your time doing the little time that you have the little energy that you have like where Mm -hmm. where is that going and and is that important is that Mm -hmm. really important and so now that I'm a few months out of that, I'm still, I'm st- I don't want to say struggling, but I'm trying to figure out what that means now. What does that mean for this business? And what does it mean for the message that I'm putting out there? And what does that mean for who I'm working with? Because when I am spending time away from my family or taking care of myself, who do I want to be with and what do I want to be doing? Absolutely. These are very small questions. No, but a tiny this is (laughs) So that's like that's all those are all the things that I'm trying to figure out right now. Because there were a lot of ideas and projects and things that I wanted to do and saw all these different areas Mm -hmm. and ways that this business could grow. Sure. And now it's kind of like I need to really look at each one of them. And, yeah, just really figure out. Figure out the best. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Because I've learned that when I overexert or spread myself too thin, all the red flags go off in Mm -hmm. my body, Mm -hmm. um, which is a really great, like, superpower to have now. Yes. Because before, it was like you would just push, push, push until everything breaks. And you're like, why am I sick? Laptop till 2 a.m. Right. Why? Yes. (sighs) Not taking care of it. And so now, thankfully, I have these little, like, physical things that kind of these alarms that go off. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, maybe I need to sleep a little more, pay a little more attention. Yeah. So I don't don't know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of question marks that... I'm trying to see what happens. Okay. Well, it's come. I mean, I think there are so many big things in store, and uh, it's just uh, really incredible what you've done in what less than three years, mm-hmm. I guess it is. So, so proud of you, Beth. You are Thank amazing. You. Um, and, and also, like, for um, you know, other people looking to get involved in this type of um business um, or begin their own business in the food industry, um, any advice you would give to anyone looking to start uh, their brand? I think no matter what you're doing, when you're starting your own business, there's a lot of isolation in the beginning Mm -hmm. because you're really working with yourself, unless you have a partner, right? So it was, I realized how important it was to work with people that I respect and trust and admire. And so I think that's why I want to make sure that I don't just jump into like planning more supper clubs and having Mm -hmm. one a week. Not only I think would it dilute the interest and the desire, but I want to make sure that the people I'm working with um, not only have the same level of, you know, like 
experience and style and, you know, all of that. Professionalism. Exactly. <laughs> but are, um, you know, just kind and trustworthy and mm-hmm. people that I want to spend time with. So if mm-hmm. I'm going to be spending time away from what, you know, like mm-hmm. before family, I want to spend it with good people. So mm-hmm. I think that that is something that anybody building any business, whether you're picking your investors or your partners or even where you're, you know, going to be renting your space or all of that, just choosing to work with and align yourself with people or brands or businesses that have the same interest and care mm-hmm. and consideration, whatever that is, I think yep. that is very important. That is such good advice, <laughs> by right? the way. And I, I, think you, it, I think that's, yeah, that's absolutely. my wisdom. My oh, wisdom. I think that is, that's huge because I think as you're, you know, you're kind of navigating in your career and especially in your business, you're introduced to so many people yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh. And you, you really, you have to go with your gut. Like, And if mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right the first time, it's not going to feel right the mm-hmm. second or third or fourth. And, and it took me a while um, to learn that and it's almost like you just know you're just like they get it they yes. either get it or they don't and that's okay or you, you learn know? or, or you, you learn. make some bad choices and you're like and well you, it's that a learning experience. hurt that yeah. sucked that was nothing was nothing felt right about that mm-hmm. um, there's also there's times when you realize or when I realize I have given so much energy into this like I there have definitely been events, I'm sure you could say the same about ideas mm-hmm. or products or whatever, where you're trying to push something really, really hard. And a friend was like, I, I'm so tired of being the only one pushing the boulder up the hill. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to step back and be like, is this worth it? Is yes. this worth trying to push this idea if if it, people aren't on board? And sometimes it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, trying to get this thing off sure. the ground, I yes. was like, I do believe in this. Other times I've had to step back and take a breath and be like, you know what? This is zapping all my energy and these people don't have my best interests at heart I think their motivations are whack like we're not this isn't this doesn't smell right Mm -hmm. um but that is I think that's just something that over time you kind of you get the feeling a little bit better Mm -hmm. but like you said just paying attention to intuition if something smells wrong there's you know if if you've got a new hot idea there are people that are going to come out and they want it they want to be a part of it yes and you have to really kind of figure out you know, are they leeching? Are they glomming on? Or is this yes. is this a good alignment? A, yep. And that's just yeah, that's a kind win-win. of tricky navigation sometimes. But I feel like anyone that's been in business longer maybe starts to develop that mm-hmm. a little better. No, it's really smart because you're a giver. Maybe. Like I'm a, I feel like yes. Always like, oh, wanting to you help. Have a question? Let's meet and talk for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> let me give all my That's time and resources. I was like, I should start charging because I'm meeting for coffee like three all times a week. All the time. <laughs> yes. Let me pick your brain. Uh, and I that. love it. That's what fuels me. That that's what you know gets me up in the morning. And you're, I just feel like you're such a giver, and your you know energy is contagious. People want to be around you, so I feel like um, I love you. But it's also it's, like how to how to you, you only have so much energy. It, it is. You, and know? you have to like, save the pot. You have to save it for your for your family. Mm. So well, you're doing. Um, uh, an amazing job at um, balancing everything. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> You're ha, laughing about ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> trying. Oh my it goodness. is an experiment no. every time. It really is. It's it's really um, really so great. So I know you're figuring out the next steps. Mm-hmm. But um, if you could say, you know what, in five years, I would love my brand to be here. Um, any thoughts? Do you? Want to stay local? Would you like to go national if it was a very gradual, you know, organic process that made sense? 
I have had this kind of nagging idea to, I love to travel. You and I do. I know you do. You know, hit the road every so often. And my whole entire family is in the South. Um, Everyone except for one cousin is in Atlanta. You're from Georgia. Did you mention that? Oh, yeah. I love that Atlanta. (laughs) And I am constantly kind of feeling this this pull. I'm sure it has a lot to do with getting older and Mm -hmm. having children, but I miss my sister's Desperately, And there's also a lot of incredible stuff happening in Atlanta and really incredible cities in the South. Um, but that said, there's a, I'm interested and inspired by things that are kind of happening all over. So would I like to take this on the road? Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. There's, you know, I've, I've had some um, nice invite some people that have reached out to do this in other locations. It's really just, again, it, it kind of goes back to energy and time and figuring out how how to best do that. Um, so, yes, I think that continuing to work with people that are um, inspiring in the industry, whether that is with health and wellness and good food, whether it's um, supporting local economies, you know, whatever that is, mm-hmm. I think that working with um different people just yes I think that is inspiring and I would like to continue to do that awesome um, yeah. and I also think there's still so much here in New Jersey that I have not even begun to explore I have not there is. I haven't been to Princeton yeah. I haven't been to Cape May like there's places in this tiny tiny state that I'm like I don't even <laughs> like, know what that is I have no idea there's like new farms all the time that yeah, yeah. I'm learning about I'm and gonna see a post from Wildwood next oh, week yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. She's like traveling the journey. I'm going to have a dinner sure. on the boardwalk on a roller coaster. It's going to be like second course on a loop. I would not be surprised. Third course on the downhill. That would be hilarious. Pork be roll. I don't think I'm ever going to work with pork oh roll. But there's gosh. something about, yeah. You so never there's, know. There's a lot. There's, yes. there's still a lot here that is um, exciting. It and is. It is. It yeah. really is. So um, I don't well, know. you're bringing you've re- you know, <laughs> and also moving from um, like I said, New York, and we were both in Brooklyn. Yep. You know, moving here, I don't feel um, the need to go into the city, like you said. Like there are, yes. you are a trailblazer. I feel like you are definitely one of the, um, you know, the trendsetters in establishing these cool things to do for you know for people in our area, and I think mm-hmm. that's huge because it's like I don't need to go to the city anymore there's you know really exciting things happening around here so you have um there's such incredible stuff. I feel vision like this is again i'm not a native new jerseyan so i don't yes. want to step on toes of people that have been you know trying to bring inspiring creative ideas to light for time because mm-hmm. i you know it's it's not like i'm like i'm introducing this brand new thing <laughs> to this place um no. but what i do feel like i have kind of you know been a part of is is working with um or being able to highlight um really new inspiring ideas and I think that I went into it the food Mm -hmm. route instead of say um music and um or surfing is a big culture you know there's a lot of different cultures here but Mm -hmm. I felt like there was a big um kind of opening, I don't want to say gap, but there was there is a lot of, of room, room for new 
um, food and dining experiences all over the board. Yes. Um, but again, even your sister with World Coffee it. and, mm-hmm. you know, the sheer number of um, breweries and distilleries that are opening They're every hot up. minute. I know, I know. And, it's really um, exciting. That, I think that's that's just a testament to, to um, the fact that people are maybe choosing to stay in New Jersey and, and try out their creative ideas here mm-hmm. instead of jumping ship and going to... Because there's a market. It's, it's yes. They're hung. Everyone's yes. really... So I think that that yeah, that it. to me is inspiring is that um, really from the beginning working with some young chefs that were like, you know what, instead of going to Brooklyn and mm-hmm. trying this out, let's try and create that here. I mean, Asbury's been exploding. Jersey City is exploding. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of these areas where, um, yeah, there's just there's still room to grow and there's yeah. still room to try out these little ideas. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. that's fun. That's very fun. Well, that's fantastic. And do you have any plans for the next one in yes. May that so we should give I'm a heads up on? I'm working on two. I've got kind of two that are definitely um, in the books. Okay. okay. So May, oh. <laughs> the date is still TBD. It's okay. going to be a Saturday. Um, it is in a space that I have stocked for, I want to say, almost three years. Ooh. I mean, this it's ridiculous. And as far as a space that's going to be a total game changer mm. for an area for a neighborhood. This is it. I, this is like really? this guy's. He is. This is his passion project. This is his life that mm-hmm. he has poured. And I am like, I am so excited. It's going to have all all the things. So this one's going to be a little bit bigger. Hopefully mm-hmm. about forty to forty six, forty seven people. Um, oh, this one's going to be really good. I'm excited. Um, oh, I can't So wait. this one. I mean, this one. I literally was peeking through. <laughs> the barbed wire fence to be like this is going to happen one day and it is it's supper girl again (laughs) good folks supper stalker um so that Uh, that will be in may and then um i might catch my breath in june and then july is going to be another um really important one i wish i could share the space location this Mm. one too but um alfresco it's going to be on the water (laughs) oh it's going to be outside we're going to deal with um sustainable aquaculture so we focused a lot on sustainable agriculture in the garden state new jersey when we were at bellworks and um i partnered with um ben walmer who has highlands dinner club which is in um kind of northern northwestern new jersey he's been doing that for a couple of years Mm. too and he is incredible and introduced me to incredible foragers and really great chefs doing other things so that was a fun partnership and we said we need to do this again but we haven't even touched the waterways so july is going to be um focused a little bit on sustainable fishing and shellfish and highlighting people like 40 north oysters yeah for sure some really good stuff so that will be July. So okay. those are the two that All I know. Right. Mark your calendars because we uh, <laughs> got to get to that, uh, you know, or sign up. So so let's see. So sign it's um, goodfolksupperclub.com. Yeah, and there's no membership fee. You just go okay. to goodfolksupperclub.com and sign up. click on join us. And it's a it's a mailing list and kind of how this works, which mm-hmm. maybe I should explain. So it's you just join the mailing list. I send everything out via email. It's an email blast that says this is the date of the next dinner. This the chef that we're going to be featuring, and this is the nonprofit that we're highlighting. So you kind of know those three things, and then I mm-hmm. tell you the get date the that the tickets are exactly <laughs> right. Get the Uber, With download the, it on your phone. Get the babysitter. Get, the ticket. <laughs> get all your screens, your laptops. Call it. Yeah, call your people. Um, and yeah. it's like. I don't even want to say the comparison. There was somebody joked that was like, this yes. is harder than getting Radiohead it, tickets. It, I know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is crazy. <laughs> Tom York, you heard it. Um, so those are, that's it. You just sign up. And then 24 hours before the date, the ticket holders 
find out where they're going. I love it. Which is kind of funny, too, because as an event planner, (laughs) it saves my butt. There's been a few times when I've been planning this really large outdoor Mm -hmm. space, and anyone knows that's ever planned an event or a wedding, you got to have that Uh, rain plan, plan B. Absolutely. So keeping it secret, not only is exciting for the people that are coming – but it's also like just in case I got to change at the last oh minute. Oh my goodness! It's, it's going to be in true. your basement next that's time. Exactly. That's my, your plan, plan B. <laughs> So yeah, exactly. so that's um, so yeah, so it's kind of it's adventurous in that um, you don't know where you're going and you don't even know where you're eating until the day before. And then, but don't worry, we we will oh, treat you well. So and we've gotten to work with some other, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, to like shout out to because you work and do great stuff with um, Nick. Oh yes, but from Court Liquors. We have been able to work with not only incredible chefs, but um, you know, Cafe Valon and Busker Du and. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to work with that rook. No. Yes, yes. And all the, you know, the wine and the beer, like all of all of that is, um, yeah, just part of kind of the whole story about what each dinner is. And, and, and local businesses. Yes. I mean, it's local partners. Yes. Like you're really yeah. making a difference. That's good uh, stuff. Well, Beth, we could talk all day. <laughs> and <laughs> We keep drinking this coffee. We will. We're like, more. I don't want to let you go. More. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beth and I were in a band together called Shut Mama up. Drama. So we're trying to get her back. So I, that's why I just keep you know, that's manifesting. <laughs> Give me in front of a mic again. Can she was a punk rocker something? in high school and she sang. She has a lot of hi- hidden talents. Um, I will tap dance she'll be back. every dinner. She'll be back. But... <laughs> I love um, it. Well, this has been so much fun. Is there anything else you want to add about um, Good Folks Supper Club? Ooh. We gave the website. Sign up, sign up. Yes. Be the first to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and each uh, one, you Make know. your friends jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, there's the, I, yeah, that's the one I'm starting to, I don't want to call it hate mail, but I'm starting yes. to get some emails because I know that people are frustrated. They're excited mm-hmm. and they want to come. And because each one is, is limited, um, I, yeah. So, so know that we don't give like favors. There is no mm-hmm. membership involved. It's really first come, first serve. Um, you know, th- sometimes we invite some of our sponsors, but, um, we have a yeah. So I'm working with that mm-hmm. too, and and whether you know maybe down the line we host one large event that is you know 80 to 100 something sure, people, so yes. we can give more space at the mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too the important thing to me from the beginning was not you know not creating more big fundraising galas, mm-hmm. and I have have worked on those for years and years, and they can raise tons of money, which is why it's still a popular fundraising. Yes. Um, type of avenue but I also think it's really important to be able to have a small intimate event where you walk away and you know everyone's name and there's kind of a sweet spot around 30, 32, 34 Mm -hmm. where you can remember everybody's face and name Mm -hmm. and I think that the power of that um, building community that way and um, just by association and personal contact can hopefully have just as important lasting effects Mm -hmm. Um, as you know, the ones with the really, really big ticket price with a big gallon and auctions. We don't do that. But, yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it. kind of the balance between I would love to be able to meet all the people that are signing up, but I also want to keep each event really intimate, which I think is the sweet spot. Yeah. So absolutely. 
well, yeah. you're, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing such a great job. So congrats Yay. again on Thank your successful you. brand. And congrats I cannot wait you. until April 21st. Um, we'll report back. And uh, thank you so much for joining thank me you today. For it was me. so much fun. And, and for all that you do. Because uh, you're working hard, girl. Oh, so You were you. pushing, pu- pushing, moving the needle and pushing the envelope <laughs> and all those phrases. You're doing the things. And having fun. Having yes, fun. I'm just uh, really excited uh, for you and, and to have the opportunity to, you know, hear the backstory. And Thanks. I just, I love it. I just think um, you're such an inspiration. So we'll thank go on you. tour together soon. Yes, yes, Plan absolutely. Our tour. Our tour. <laughs> the reunion tour. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Beth. Yay. Thanks, thanks.